Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Block Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Well, at 2.05 Eastern today, Michael Harris, a great singer and a musician and a very funny guy, is going to join us. And at 2.30, Roses and Revolutions. The two of them, Alyssa Coco and Matt Merritt, are going to be here, and you are not going to want to miss this. Their music is incredible, and they're coming here to Los Angeles. I get to see them live. Remember, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. Call. Call in and talk with them at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions and your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And in just a minute, for our Blog Talk listeners, we're going to put the chat room up. Yep, there it goes. There's the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. But uh, after the show, don't forget to check out our website. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And look around. There's reviews there, and there's news about our upcoming guests and all sorts of interesting things. And if you're going to tweet, don't forget the hashtag Music Friday. We are everywhere. We also have an Instagram and a YouTube channel. So check us out wherever you want to go. Well, let me remind you once again that if you do know a hot new band, you've been to a club and you've seen somebody on stage and you really like them and you think they should be on the show, go to our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, click on the Your Choice tab. It's right up there at the top. And then you can put their name in a little nomination form, take you 10 seconds, and we check all of those out and it could put the band that you've discovered on the air. And like I said, while you're there, look around, read the reviews, check out the band bios, comment on the blogs. There's lots of things to do on that website. Well, there's lots of things to do here in Los Angeles, but not a lot of them are outside right now. We are in the middle of a heat wave, and I understand that uh, all my friends up north in San Francisco are too. Um, it's supposed to cool down a little bit today, and I hope so, because during the show we turn off the fans and the air conditioning in the studio because otherwise you hear the mmm in the background and, you know, we want it to sound as as good as possible. So by the end of the show, I'm probably going to be sweating. I have a nice, big, tall glass of of water here, and every now and then you're going to hear me go gulp because um, uh, I'm doing my best to keep hydrated, okay? Now, I just got a, uh, an IM from somebody who says to check the link at the top of the Nation Builder page. Uh, okay, I will do that. Apparently, we're having some technical problems. But you can, re, you can hear us at www.blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. And after the show, we'll check out our, uh, our website. 
because uh, we definitely want everybody who goes to the website to, to listen to us. <sighs> wow, like I said, it, it's hot. But that doesn't mean there's, there's not good music and good things to do. Tonight, there's going to be at the Music Center in Los Angeles, it's going to be a big outdoor dance, good rock and roll dance. So we're going to check that, we'll check that out tonight. We had a great time last week, and we did some dancing, too. We went to a place called The Mint, which has been around in Los Angeles since the 1930s. It's one of the, uh, the oldest and most legendary of the, uh, the, the rock venues in uh, Los Angeles. And we went to, we went to see um, uh, a band whose name I can't say on the air, unfortunately. But it's, the first word is Jack, and you can imagine what the second word is. But it rhymes with it. And um, they are hot. They build themselves as a country-western rock band that comes from 90 miles south of Bakersfield. And if, for all my California listeners, if you're thinking about that, what's 90 miles south of Bas- Bakersfield? Los Angeles, okay? And they're not really cowboys. What they are are their studio musicians from a number of other bands, Elvis Costello and uh, Jackson Brown and other bands like that. And they get together and they play their own music. Well, we were rocking out with them. They were going strong on the stage. And who walks up on the stage and puts on a cowboy hat and plugs in his guitar but Jackson Brown? So we had a great time. And, you know, things like that can, can, can happen here in Los Angeles. And I know they can happen in New York and San Francisco and Nashville, too. But uh, we're really enjoying ourselves here in Los Angeles, except when it gets, when it gets hot. I want to remind everybody that uh, they can nominate bands to be on the show by going to our website. So when you go to musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, you can click on the Your Choice tab, and it'll hope bring up a little form, and you can send us the name of a band, and we check on those. We're really good about that. So check us out. You know, Go on, go on to the website, and uh, oh, hi there, guest uh, in our um, in our chat room. Glad to see you there. Let me know if you have any questions or comments. Uh, We're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we're going to welcome in our radio stations around the country and also Michael Harris. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Cameo Entertainment Group and Cyber Station USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive Cyber Station USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Cyber Station USA. Always on the go. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our listeners uh, out there in radio land. Say a special hi to KSKQFM in Ashland, Oregon, a great college town and a great vacation town, too. For everybody, you can join us in the chat room. I see we have some chat room activity. Uh, you can also join us on Facebook. But right now, if you want to listen to the show and communicate with us, you can call us, 347 347- Two one five seventy five eleven. That's three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. Or you can do what a lot of you do because I know you're sitting there at work and you've got your earphones on and you're not really paying attention to the PowerPoint on the screen in front of you. You're actually listening. You can uh, email us at uh, musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Music is the message, and I try to make the message count. Those are the words of our next guest singer, songwriter, and a bit of a comedian, 
Michael Harris. Michael has traveled and lived on every continent but Antarctica, and he creates music messages that count with everyone. High tempo or deeply emotional, Michael's music just makes you feel good. Sometimes the stories he tells are tough, but there's always a silver lining. And sometimes the music he makes is muted, but there's always a note or a chord or a melodic line that just makes you smile. And he's here with us to explain how he does it. Michael, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you, Patrick. Can you hear Michael, me okay? Oh, we hear you fine. Uh, okay. When I saw you at uh, Genghis Cohen's a couple of weeks ago, you were so funny that you had the audience tied up in laughter. Uh, and you did that with your ability to construct songs on the fly from random phrases. And it wasn't until I started listening to your songs this week that I realized how well you make the music count. So before we talk about that, however, your uh-huh. fame has preceded you. <laughs> I got fan <laughs> really? mail for you. Uh, okay. Fan mail with a question from one of your fans, Fair Morrison. You know Fair okay. Morrison, one of your fans? Uh, Fair wants to know, Fair says, I, I am always in awe of how you create this beautiful and original music and lyrics. What inspires the songs you write, and who are your musical influences? Hmm. Uh, well, the inspiration for the songs come from a variety of different places. I used to have to preface um, that my songs aren't necessarily all autobiographical because sometimes I'll pull from something that might be happening in a friend's life or something that uh, I've experienced in the environment. So the inspiration comes from a lot of different sources, mostly from my environment. So that's where that kind of comes from. And then um, my influences, that's always tricky. Uh, there's so many musicians who've influenced me from, um, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, the way she phrases a song, to um, uh, Sting or um, uh, Ben Harper. Um, there's always someone who shows up on the scene that um, can kind of give me an idea or uh, inspires me to try to challenge myself a little bit more. So they're pretty varied in terms of my influences. Well, Fair, if, if you're listening now, um, there's your answer, and you can call in if you have any more questions. And if you're planning on downloading the show later, drop drop me an email if you want to uh, uh, communicate with, with Mike, and we'll see to it he gets it. Well, since we um, know your influences now, let's hear some of that song. I, I want to play one of the inspired messages of yours that counts. This is a little bit of the song called Superman. Okay. Well, it seems like it's come to this Two inches apart, but a hundred mile abyss The words I say just don't hit the mark It's been a while now since we've had that spark But I tried to say the day Try to do everything that you said Try to fulfill the dreams in your head Lost my cape along the way 
lost my cape along the way. Well, what a wonderful me- metaphor. Uh, was that one of the songs that is autobiographical? Um, I think uh, on a certain level maybe, and also I think it, I wanted to make it um, – I also kind of pulled generically from what I've seen people go through uh, in relationships. So I wanted it to be something that everyone could relate to. I think everyone understands at a point where you pour a lot into a relationship and then despite all your best efforts or even your partner's best efforts, it just sometimes doesn't click. And so, um, yeah, so I think that's really where that, the germ of that song came from. Well, it's full of great metaphors, and, and the idea that just to, to take this this uh, symbol that's uh, been part of American life for so long and place it in kind of an everyman um, environment, I, I think was very very challenging. W- wonderful. Um, well, thank you. You've got <laughs> you've got some you've got a, a, a whole lot of songs that uh, have those wonderful kinds of everyman to them, and this is this is one that uh, changes tempos. But it's also got a great, a great, wonderful metaphor in it. But it's a totally different feeling. This is Box of Dreams. In my box of dreams, there's nothing that shines brighter than you. Cause all my magic ain't falls to see what I should do. Will she be mine? Answer, hazy. Please try again. Like a dog chasing his tail Will this journey ever end? I I love that song that is so happy and, and you sing in that that you're searching for your holy grail. Uh, of course, the question then is, did you find it? <laughs> did I find it? Uh, let's see. Uh, have I found my holy grail? Perhaps. Perhaps I have. Um, <laughs> that song was, uh, gosh, when did I write that song? I think that song was written in um, early, early, well, like 2004, 2005, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, that song is definitely autobiographical. Uh, I did write it for someone at that time period, and um, but I wanted to, uh, you know, keep it upbeat, you know, as much as possible, you know, even though it was kind of a, a bit of a unrequited love kind of song. I wanted to uh, always have a positive slant on things if I can. So, well, speaking of uh, holy grails, um, you have a day job that for some people would be a holy grail. You work for the TV show Jeopardy. What do you do there? Uh, yes, I do. I do research here at Jeopardy. So I'm one of seven folks who help to make sure that the information is correct. Are, are you? Um, I've been to the Jeopardy show, and I know there's a there's a row of people with computers sitting at the foot of the stage. Are you one of those people? No, I'm usually in the office watching the show uh, when we're taping the show. So there's a bunch of us who will be in the office watching as the show is being taped, and then um, there are those folks that are on uh, on the stage, the producers and stuff that are on the stage at that desk, yeah. Uh, do, do you ever have to, to come up with an answer to a question or, or, or check a question on the fly during the middle of the show? Um, we do, but not too often. So, yeah, 
it, it does happen, but not very often. So that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, I'm a, uh, uh, a long-time Jeopardy watcher, and uh, I, I really appreciate very much what you do and what Jeopardy does. It's one of the more Thank fun you. shows. So that's great. You get to have fun during the day while you're researching questions for Jeopardy, and then you get to have Definitely. fun, uh, fun uh, at, at night while you're doing music. So, well, here's, here's another one of your songs that I think is a lot of fun. So let, let's take a, uh, we're going to take a little bit of hope here. Okay. Getting harder every day Says the man on the corner He put his hat out to begin Cause he had to make his end That's a message that counts, whether it comes from a, a panhandler uh, on the street or the woman with two jobs who appears later in the song or just from anybody who's trying to make it in a tough system. Now, did you actually talk to a homeless person on the street who gave you that message? No. Um, when, you know, when the bottom kind of fell out of, of the world, so to speak, um, you know, on the economic world anyway, and affected so many people across the board and across the world. Uh, I had been playing around with some chords, and and the thought of the struggle that so many people have to face kind of clicked into my mind that some people had fallen into circumstances beyond their control. There were many people who had homes who found themselves suddenly homeless. And um, so I was pulling on a lot of that stuff that I would read in the newspapers or stuff that I would kind of see. And um, that's really where hope came from. And again, always wanting to um, note the resilience that we have as people to be able to, even in dire and tough circumstances, to be able to, um, you know, see a light, hopefully, at the end of the tunnel. We're talking with Michael Harris about his new album, Paradise. And you can talk with him. You can call in at 347 215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email us 
musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And, uh, Michael, where can people get your, uh, your new album? Um, I should have it available this summer. You can go to um, w- the website, www.michaelrharris.music.com, and um, there will be uh, downloads for that. Okay, and they can follow you on Twitter, too. You want to tell us your, tw- your Twitter handle? Um, it's just Michael Harris. It's a funny thing. I use Facebook more than I use Twitter, sorry to say. <laughs> Uh, or not sorry to say. Uh, so um, th- my Twitter, what is my Twitter? Direct line Twitter. Uh, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, okay. that's funny because I, no, we'll I don't know it right offhand because I just okay. kind of don't toss well, it out. But they can to... find me at, um, uh, on my Facebook at Michael that's Harris. Right. Okay. Well, a number of people have found you by emailing me, so uh, let, let's, uh, let's get some audience uh, questions in here. Uh, Manny in San Francisco wants to know if you're touring, and if so, are you going to come up to the Bay Area? Oh, Manny, I really want to come up to the Bay Area. I, have, I usually don't have an opportunity to tour, and I had been trying to get up to the Bay Area because I know quite a few folks up there. So it is on my list of things to still do. Uh, Manny, if you want to shoot me an email of a really good club uh, to play there, that would be great. Um, but, yeah, I do look forward to hopefully doing a show uh, in San Francisco. Well, we'll see if Manny sends you a, uh, um, an email yeah, on that. Yeah, send me an email to, uh, at the website. Uh, you might check out Slims. Slims? And... I know there's a red – I want to say Red Devils or something that someone had suggested one time, but I've just yet to uh, formulate a good time to get up there. Right, well, we'll check out Slims and the Bottom of the Hill Club and also over in Berkeley, uh, Freight and Salvage. I think you'd go over well with, in, at Freight and Salvage. Oh, awesome. And, I will do that. Yeah, okay. And if you get into to, uh, Marin County, uh, Rancho Nicasio. It's Rancho out there with the cows. <laughs> no, it really is. It really is. But they have great barbecues and great bands. And uh, Lucas uh, Film Studios is right up the road from them. And so there's a lot of uh, techies that, that come in there and, and listen. It's, it's a great venue. Um, oh, great. We're, talk- we're talking with Michael Harris about his new album, Paradise. And we're going to let you hear a little bit of uh, that album again. We're going to play uh, a cut, What Am I Supposed to Do? We'll play just a little bit of that. Make this romance 
start with you And was it just the alcohol That made you stumble But made me fall And what was in those I, I love that line in there, uh, the, the last line uh, that we, we heard there. Uh, what was it about the alcohol or something in the cigarettes that made you forget? Uh, you, really, <laughs> you know, you really oh. draw a familiar picture there. I'm sure a lot of people have had that question. Um, after she heard the song, did she remember? Uh, that You know, that song wasn't written for anyone in particular. Um but again, it was just like pulling from different things, either slight experiences I've had or experiences I know of others have had. Um, and just a correction, that one's actually, that song's actually on the first CD, which um, if uh, anyone listening, if they email me, um, you know, at the website, um, I will gladly um, send them a copy for listening to the radio show, and then I'll pop one out in the mail to them so they can have the first CD, because that's actually on the first CD. Great, and, and uh, let's, let's let's give them the website URL again. It's www.michaelmichaelrharrismusic.com. Okay, and don't forget the R in there. We're talking with yeah, Michael R. Harris about his new album, Paradise, and songs from his earlier album. You can talk with him. You can call in at 347 347- Two one five seventy five eleven. That's three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. Or you can email us. I guess a lot of you are at work today, and you're emailing musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. And we do have some more emails here. So let's go. Let's uh, read Ro- Romero in Los Angeles. And Romero says the last song sounds like you were on the beach. And I think by the last song he actually meant uh, hope. So he wants okay. to know if you ever go to the beach and write music. Uh, most of the music, I, oh, I do go to the beach, but I tend to write most of the music uh, just sitting on my bed in my bedroom. Um, and usually it comes just from fiddling around what I'm practicing and looking for stuff. Usually that's where the uh, inspiration, or that's where a song usually starts for me. Um, but I do love the beach. I just never really take my baby outside being my guitar. I just really don't take it outside that often. Speaking of the guitar, you play a pretty special guitar. You want to tell us about it? Um, it is a um, Ovation Legend guitar. Um, it's an older model. I, um, I had the good fortune of buying it when I was um, in Japan. And at the time that I lived in Japan, uh, a guitar mentor of mine was um, would always teased me about a guitar I did have, which was, to him, not uh, quality enough. So he arranged for me to um, buy this guitar, and I love it, and it's been with me for a long time now. So it's great, well, full big-body guitar. And anyone who picks it up and plays it immediately loves the, the sound of it. So even if it's not mic'd or plugged in, it has a nice resonance, and that's what I really love about the guitar. And since I've, uh, I've heard you live, I, I can vouch for that. It, it's got a wonderful, warm, full-bodied sound, it's, uh, and it fits uh, your, your voice and, and your lyrics uh, just uh, perfectly. Um, Thank you. 
Another email here. Oh, man, uh, Manny in San Francisco wrote again. <laughs> Hi, Manny. Thanks, Manny. <laughs> uh, uh, Manny wants to know where he can find your lyrics on the web. Are your lyrics posted anywhere? You know, um, I will make a point because I am going to be revamping the website, and uh, I'll make a point of um, having a, uh, a section that will just be the lyrics so that people can look at them. I hadn't in the past. Um, and I noticed even for myself sometimes there are a few songs that uh, I hadn't played in a while, and I'm like, oh, I didn't write the lyrics down for those. But luckily I recorded them, so I was able to jot those down. So, yeah, I'll make more of a point of uh, making those available, Manny. Okay. Well, you know what? Since uh, We've got a lot of requests here for it, so I'm going to play a little bit of Hope again because a lot of people won't <laughs> okay. want, to, want to listen more carefully, okay? All right. I can understand why a lot of people uh, sent us emails and said they, they wanted to hear that again. That is such a, a profound piece of music. Um, well, we're almost out of time, but I can't let you get away without telling us about how you create songs on the fly. Uh, this, this is what you do during live performances. And when I saw you do it, you asked audiences for five phrases that you promised to incorporate into a song, and you did, and it was a good song. How do you do that, and how did you think about doing that? Um, a lot of practice, I guess. Uh, the, uh, the idea came from when I was working in Japan, and I would um, try to engage my students. And obviously, I was at a certain point when I was living in Japan, I began teaching English. And a good way to engage um, my students was to bring in the guitar and try to work with them, and it became like a, a special game we would play. And then I realized it was a really good etude. It was a really great way for me to work on my um, writing skills. And so when I moved to Europe and was uh, doing a couple of shows in uh, Prague, I said, hey, let's, you know, it worked in Japan. Let's see if it worked with uh, an adult audience. And um, everyone loved it, and it was uh, very challenging, but now it's become um, standard for my shows, and everyone looks forward to it, and, and I look forward to it, even though I'm sweating a bit to see if I can actually make it happen. <laughs> well, you, you made it happen when I saw you do it. Unfortunately, something else that, that we're going to have to make happen is in the interview because we're about out of time. So, <laughs> so I'm going to have to, to drop my plan to have the audience email in phrases for song creation. <laughs> we're going to have to. We'll do that next time you're on the air. But I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to join us today that's michael harris the new album is paradise it's available for download uh this summer but go to michael's to michael's website that's michaelrharrismusic.com i got that right michael yes yeah that's correct michaelrharrismusic.com and uh oh do you have any appearances coming up real quick um, I have not booked another show yet, but I'll, I'm looking to do probably something in uh, August, early August. Okay. Well, when you do, send us an email, and we will uh, let our audience know about it. We're okay. going to have to take a break now, and when we return, Roses and Revolutions will be with us. And, boy, you're going to want to hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here on Music Friday, and we'd love to hear from you. You can phone us, 347-215-7511, or you can email us, as a lot of people do. And, and I've got to apologize to, the, to, to Gomer um, in Tampa and all the other people whose emails just arrived from Michael, but go to his website. You can email him through, through the website. Now, I want to read a very quick but important word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Now, you know that solar power is, is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and they will install a solar system on your home for free. And you only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, except you use a lot less of it because the sun's making most of it. So how do you do this? How do you sit back and enjoy the savings while SolarCity pays for the system and ensures it and maintains it? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. Write this down. 909-618-6937. That's 909 909- 618-6937. And when you call, you'll get a wonderful woman by the name of Tina. And if you tell Tina that I told you to call, she will give you a discount on your order. So once again, that's 909-618-6937. Transfixed, immersed, sucked under, enthralled, spellbound. These are the kinds of words that I need to describe what happens to me when I listen to the music of Roses and Revolutions. Alyssa Coco's voice speaks directly to me and directly to everyone who hears it. It's personal and it's urgent. And that voice comes encased in a melodic environment that she and her partner, Matt Merrick, spin like magic, drawing you deeper and deeper in. The EP the duo has recently released is flawless. Every track is a winner that embeds itself in the pleasure centers of your brain which may explain why their new self-titled EP debuted at number one on iTunes, best-selling singer-songwriter EPs, and number 22 on top albums. They're coming to my town, Los Angeles. I'm looking forward to seeing them live, but right now we have the second best thing, and that's to have them here on Music Friday. They are with us. Alyssa and Matt, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hello. Matt. And Alyssa, there is so much to talk about, your tour, the new EP, the, the, the great video, Alyssa's being on American Idol, how you got together, all those things. But first, I understand that there is a story behind Alvino Fernandez as being on one of the EP's cuts. Something about a song you wrote, Alyssa, when you were 12 years old. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, well, actually, the song that uh, LVO sang on, um, These Walls, it's a song that I've recently written with Matt, um, but LVO I've known since I was about 12 years old, and um, he actually, he heard the very first song I had ever written, 
And, uh, you know, it wasn't good. But, <laughs> but um, you know, he was really sweet, and he gave me his feedback, and, um, you know, he made his contributions. And, you know, it just I wrote it off as the very first song, you know, of mine. But um, this most recent song is very close to me. Um, it, you know, it's a very important song to me and uh, my my life and what I go through. Um, but he, I was so honored to have him sing some harmonies on it with me. I mean, he's such an amazing musician. He, he's in the band Daughtry, and um, he's, he's a really incredible guy. Well, we're going to play a little bit of that song. Here it is. It's These Walls. Saving face for my enemy, the enemy inside of me now. I'm trying to figure out where I belong. I'm still thinking about that line, right? which is one of the powerful things about your work because the music sweeps me away, but the lyrics make me think. So what was going on in, in your in your head when you wrote that? Um. Well, you know, I've shared this with only a few people at this point, but... Um, I do struggle with OCD, actually, and anxiety, and it's not, you know, so much the the stereotypical, um, you know, I'm obsessed with cleaning, I'm obsessed with this and that. It, it's really a struggle within my own head, and, um, you know, I get obsessive with things in my head, and it's, an, it's my own enemy, and, you know, I've learned to cope with it, but in that song, you know, I'm really just trying to deal with it and... Uh, you know, I'm talking about that, but I wanted the lyrics to be very general and very vague because it does relate to people in all different ways. You know, people go through their own things on a daily basis, and, you know, I just want people to be able to relate to it and know they're not alone in that struggle. Well, you you deliver that message quite well, and you deliver it in a way which makes at least me, and I'm sure everybody else, want to hear the song again and listen even more carefully. But brings up an interesting question. Who's the songwriter in the team? Do, do both of you write? Yes, we both write. It's, a, it's usually a 50-50 collaboration, whether um, we both collaborate on the lyrics together or one does the music and the lyrics. Like, it's very, um, it's 50-50. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear Mac, uh, Matt back there uh, agreeing with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and it, <laughs> And incidentally, uh, the way you arrange your music, you kind of, you, you really craft it. You, you do it like a fine piece of art. It's very sophisticated, lots of attention to details. The interplay between the instruments and your voices is very precisely balanced. Now, who does that, and is it a hard thing for you to do? 
Um, we both do. I mean, again, it's like the songwriting. We both arrange and produce everything ourselves, um, which is one thing that we really love doing, too. I mean, every song we've done so far, we wrote, we arranged, and we produced ourselves. Um, but every song starts off as either, you know, uh, vocals with the guitar part or vocals with the piano part. And then even songs that we add a lot of other instrument, instrumentations in the recording process, all those songs started off as just a stripped down, you know, guitar and vocals or piano and vocals. So that's kind of how we write, and that's kind of like our uh, blueprint. So we, we take it with the bare bones of just a chord progression or a riff and, and the vocals because we kind of have this motto that if a song can't be stripped down to just, you know, vocals and a chord progression or, you know, just two instruments, then maybe it's not a song, you know, that we that worth uh, writing or, or playing if it doesn't have, you know, if it doesn't speak just on that level. So we kind of start there, and then we'll start adding, you know, arranging-wise what the song needs, and, you know, we're lucky enough to have a lot of great musicians as friends that we can call on to help. We've called on cello players for this EP and violin and Alvio Fernandez, so, you know, and once we get to that stage in the studio, then we start calling on our friends when needed to play the parts. But everything starts is just uh, lyric, you know, the lyrics and the chord progression. Well, it works very well. Uh, we're talking with uh, Alyssa Coco and Matt Merritt, uh, better known as Roses and Revolutions. And you can talk with them. You can call in 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. All the folks on the chat room, let me know if you have any questions for them, and I will read it on air. And everybody who's home listening to uh, the show, uh, rather at work listening to the show with their earphones on and not really paying attention to the PowerPoint on their computer screen, you can email us a question. And actually, um, we just did get a question. Uh, this is Liz in Ashland wants to know, how did Alyssa get her 12-year-old song to Alvino? That is the song that you wrote when you were 12. How did you get it to him? Um, actually, Alvino, before he was, um, you know, a big rock star, <laughs> um, he was actually a realtor in our hometown of Rochester. And uh, my mom is a mortgage broker, and my dad is actually an appraiser, so they knew him through the work. And um, so, you know, he did music on the side. He had a band here in town. And it was really just, um, you know, just a little get-together. It wasn't anything serious. It was just, you know, a 12-year-old looking at a guy who had been playing out all these years and writing his own music, looking for feedback and some advice, you know. So... That is that is quite a story. Well, there's another one of your songs I I, I want to I want to play uh, a little bit of, and that is down.
Now, I know when, when you two got together, you decided that your goal was to make intimate connections with a wide audience through music, and that song really does it. Do you every now and then reflect on that goal as you write and sing? Do you ever ask yourself, is this song or this performance making that intimate connection? Absolutely. Yeah, I, absolutely. yeah definitely. Um, you know, I think about it all the time. Um, I, You know, I write more of those, I, you know, the last two songs that you've played, um, Deep Walls and Down, are the songs that um, are, like, totally in my element personally. And, um, you know, the next two that you'll hear are definitely in Matt's element, but we, you know, we both, both put our spins on it. But, um, yeah, we definitely think about that all the time. It's really important for us to make a connection to our audience make that intimate, you know, connection, especially. Mm-hmm. We, um, Go ahead, Matt. Like, on, the, on that same note, uh, you know, like, when we first started, we played in a different project together, and, you know, um, we, you know, we have a lot of songs that we wrote that, you know, never made the cut, and I think one thing that's changed is in the beginning, I think we, you know, you always try to think, all right, what do, what do people want to hear, what, you know, what's going to please people, and, you, you know, in the beginning stages of the song, you kind of write with that in mind, um, but with these songs, uh, we recently uh, got off the tour touring with Joan Osborne, and one of the things that uh, she said is she said sometimes what she's noticed is the most success comes from, you know, trying to uh, come up with a song that pleases yourself, and she says most of the successful uh, songs and songwriters she's heard kind of have that motto. So, you know, we kind of, with this batch of songs, you know, kind of did something different than what we did before, and it was just almost, you know, like, what do we want to hear, and what are we feeling? So that's kind of where a lot of these songs came out, and, you know, it goes back to what she said, is we've seen more success with these songs than we have anything in the past, so, you know, we kind of back that statement and embrace it as well. We're talking with Alyssa Coco and Matt Merritt, better known as Roses and Revolutions, and you can you can talk to them, 347-215-7511, or email your questions in at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We're getting a lot of, uh, of email from people who want to know if your relationship extends uh, beyond music. <laughs> and that is the question we always get, surprisingly. Um, yes, it, it does. Um, you know, it obviously started out as um, just a music relationship, and we were best friends, and um, then it turned into, I think, um, uh, just a closer thing, and yes, we are we are a couple. <laughs> okay, all right. So all those guys out there and all those girls out there who were hoping you'd say, no, I'm sorry, they, they are not single, <laughs> right? All right. Um, <laughs> Uh, Brady in Austin wants to know, um, do you have a permanent band, or do you pull together different folks uh, for each song? Um, we have uh, a live band when we play, like, uh, we're New York-based, so when we play, like, in New York City and around the area, we have a drummer that we pretty much always call, and he plays on all the recordings, um, but the one nice thing about being a duo is we do have the freedom to call whoever we want, you know, it's not like... We have a, a band mem- a drummer that's a band member that, you know, we're obligated to call for every gig. But we have our, our favorite musicians that, you know, as of right now we've been calling, you know, because they're wonderful musicians and wonderful people. But as far as an actual band, uh, the only thing constant in Rose and Revolutions is that Alyssa and I will always be there on stage. Sometimes we'll have a cello on stage or percussionist 
for, you know, full band with bass, drums, and everything, or sometimes it'll just be the two of us. So the only, like, you know, for sure thing is it'll be at least the two of us playing, but we will call some of our friends, you know, and it's usually the same people when we do. Well, well that brings up a question uh, from Russell in Los Angeles, and Russell wants to know, who will you be playing with when you're here in Los Angeles? Los Angeles, so it'll be the two of us, but... Uh, there's no guarantees, but Alvio will be in Los Angeles rehearsing with Daughtry, and there's a chance he may show up to the show. But oh, wow. no guarantees. <laughs> well, speaking of the show, um, you're on tour now, and, and tours can be very exciting, and they can also be really exhausting. Uh, oh, yeah. Next Wednesday night, you're going to walk on stage at the Hotel Cafe, which is one of the top music showcase clubs in the musical capital of the United States. And out in front of you, there's going to be a dozen tables in the dark filled with people and maybe a hundred or so people standing behind them. Some of them are going to be listening and some of them are going to be talking or texting and whatever. So how will you make the kind of intimate connection that is your goal with the people in that room? Um, well, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, you know, because this is a very... Uh, it's something that we're used to, that type of venue. Um, we play at this great venue called Rockwood um, in New York City all the time, and it's a very intimate, same thing, candlelit tables, and it's a dark room. It's a listening room. Um, so, you know, I I tend to use, you know, some stories about us, and, I mean, whether they're funny or they're serious or they're about the songs or they're about my day, whether good or bad, you know, I try to use that to kind of connect to the audience and, um you know, just have fun with it. I think it's so important for everyone to have fun as well, you know, and not be bored to tears or anything, <laughs> which I really hope that, you know, it's always possible. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is our favorite uh, This is our favorite type of venue and favorite type of show. Um, you know, as summer season is, is coming up for us in New York, we do a lot of summer concerts, which are a great time because it's thousands of people outside on big stages, but our, our favorite kind of uh, gigs are the intimate listening room type venues and um, like we said before we just finished up doing April Dates of Joan Osborne and it was really cool because she went out on the road as a duo. Uh, she did either a duo or a trio show and so we got to tour with her in the same setting that we're bringing to the Hotel Cafe and every venue we did with her was about four to 500 capacity and it was like you know you could hear a pin drop when you played so it was a really cool experience that we were you know really lucky to be a part of and we're excited to bring it you know to Los Angeles on uh, Tuesday night on the 20th. Well, I, I will be there cheering you on and uploading photos to Twitter and Instagram and oh, urging folks to, to come on down while you're singing. Um, oh, our friend Brady in Austin just sent in another email. He wants to know if you've ever played at South by Southwest or will you ever play at South by Southwest? Oh, we... We have not, and it's definitely something uh, we want to get into. We couldn't make it this year, um, but it's one thing that we would love to do next year. It's such a great festival, and, you know, it's definitely on the bucket list for us. And uh, we got a one-word email from Joy in Berkeley, and I think I know what she means, and the word is NorCal question mark, which I think means are you going to be playing in Northern California while you're on the West Coast? We won't be this time around, but definitely in the future. 
Okay, so so all I can say then to Joy is come on down to Los Angeles Wednesday night, and uh, you can have the experience. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about this video. Uh, you've just released a very unusual video for your song, Take Me With You. And Matt, I understand it was your brother who animated it. D- do you have... Yeah. Did he have the idea of an animated car trip with celebrity cameos to, to illustrate your song? It, well, yes and no. My younger brother, Nate, who's actually in California or in Los Angeles right now, he did all the drawings and all the animation. But then my older brother, who lives in New York, he came up with the idea. and He kind of was the mastermind behind the idea. And then uh, um, Nate's the one that executed it, my younger one. Well, unfortunately, since it's not television, we can't show it to you. So I mm-hmm. want everybody to 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 go to Revolution uh, to Roses and Revolutions YouTube channel. But what we can do is, I think we can uh, we can play a little bit of it here. Let's see. Yes, we can. Here it is. That's the that's the closest we can get to uh, to video. No, no. There it is. And is this how it's gonna be? Me wanting you, you indifferently. And is this how it's gonna stay? Me chasing you, you running away. And this is how it's supposed to end. Me wanting a lover, and you. Well, like I said, we can't show the video, but uh, you people can see it on uh, your YouTube channel. But it tracks perfectly uh, with with the song and. Uh, uh, I, I understand you're getting good play on it too. You got a lot of people downloading it. Yeah. So um, there's a, like a lot of celebrity musician cameos in there, and some of them have already jumped on board and tweeted it or posted it. So we've had it's kind of fun to see who responds to it and who shares it. Um, if you look closely, you'll see the hotel cafe is actually in the video. Um, so there's a lot of little references in there that you have to you know watch over and over again, but. It's kind of, you know, the intention was to make people laugh and hopefully people can go back and find stuff that they didn't see the first time around. Well, I, I want to uh, highly recommend to to my audience that they do watch it. On They go to your YouTube channel and they, as it goes through, try to make a list of all of the celebrity and pop culture references in it. I think there's almost 70 of them in there. And yeah. uh, see how many you can find. Now, we're we're. Running out of time, but but real quickly for um, Alyssa, because I've got a lot of emails, people asking about this, um, um, about uh, being on American Idol. I know at some point you said it was kind of a bizarre experience. You were only 16 at the time. Um, what did you learn from being on American Idol? Oh, boy. I, you know what? The main thing I learned off of American Idol was that nothing is an overnight success. Um, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. I was I was young. I was 16 when I did it. Um, it was an amazing experience. You know, I, I really did learn a lot. I, I learned, you know, what that side of the business really is. Like, those shows, 
it's completely different than what you really see on TV. And um, but you know, all in all, it just taught me that you just got to work really hard for what you want. You know, it's not just a matter. I mean, for some people it is, but for, for me personally, I guess my path isn't to just go on a on a TV show and you know make a star out of myself. Um, but you know, it was like I said, it was great. It was fun. Um, a little overwhelming for a sixteen-year-old, but um, I definitely had a, a great time with it. Well, actually, your 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 point about that doesn't make you an overnight star is true because very very few people who have been uh, on American Idol or The Voice have actually become stars, and the ones that have done well are the ones that have really been out there and worked their tails off. Um, I'm hearing oh, yeah. some music which tells me that we are out of time. And uh, I want to say thank you so much for, for taking a, a, a little break from, from your, your work there in New York City. And I'm looking forward to seeing you, uh, seeing you here next week in L.A. Oh, thank That's you so much for having me. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> thank you. That's Matt Maris and Alyssa Coco, Roses and Revolutions. You can download their new self-titled EP at iTunes. And if you're in Southern California next week, you can see them live at the Hotel Cafe, which is 1623 North Coinga in Hollywood. That's Wednesday night. They come on at uh, 9 o'clock. Now, that's next Wednesday, May 20th. Yes? Oh, I'm, I'm, Tuesday. Yeah. Pardon me? Oh, sorry. Actually, Tuesday night. The 20th. Tuesday night, sorry. Tuesday night, the 20th. That's Hollywood right. Cafe, Tuesday night, the 20th. They're on stage at 9 o'clock. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. You can like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on MusicFridayNationBuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at www.blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday, and we've got some great talent coming up next Friday, but check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and you'll find out who our guests are. Right now, we're going to play a little bit of Boomerang while I say good night and have a very musical weekend. Good night, everybody. Good night.